people, it is Thursday the 25th of May. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. Let's go ahead and introduce you to your host. It's your boy, Big Mars from the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus of pure temptation and all that goodness. Sure is. It is my own royalty. Big man use, two days in a row. All right, everyone good? Yeah, man. Yeah. I've got a comment to read before we get into a uh, question of the day. Thank you. So, um, so someone left her, was yesterday's video, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, so it was yesterday's video, um, yesterday's episode, and we had a YouTube comment that I'm going to read out, and it says, loved this episode and the conversation for topic of the day. The honesty, the deep convo, the self-reflection and growth is lovely to see. Feel like I understand Margs way more. What he went through when he was a child younger. I cannot imagine the things you have seen and experienced, Margs. I'm sorry. It's inspiring how you manage to go legit and still, as a person, want to grow, self-reflect, etc. Mm. Hope you, hope you will manage to be happy always. Yusuf makes me so happy. His growth for me as after seven is beautiful. Think I saw his girlfriend on his Insta story when he was in Italy. She's gorgeous. Hope you get your family goal of wife and kids, etc. Adore Brent was introduced to you from me after seven. Took me a while to warm up to you, but your creativity, your mind, how you don't follow the crowd and are okay with paving your own path, I respect. So happy for the success of TDA so far. I came for Koi and Yusuf, but I've stayed for you and Esther and Yusuf too, of course. So big up the, the listener. Oh, big That's up the listener. Appreciate it. It's very wholesome. And our question of the day today is, what is your favourite thing to do in your free time? Who wants to go first? Margs is investing in his stocks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's what he likes to do in his free time. Mine is, you know what mine is? I just go on YouTube and watch videos while I chill in my living room. Mm. That's what I do. I put candles on. Put candles on. Candles. Ambiance. Ambiance. Candles, some snacks. And I just, I just, I just YouTube for hours. Yeah, I think that's me. Mine's just yeah. Mine's just watching shows, like watching sitcoms and stuff. Yeah, that was mine as well. Yeah. I've just been in peace. My thoughts. Yeah, mine would probably just be um, watching sports or something, football. You know when you say things, yeah. <laughs> Your face doesn't believe what you're saying. What do you mean? <laughs> you wrote that. Because before you say whatever you're going to start saying, you start to smile. But yeah, okay. You love watching sports. Sports. Even though sometimes the reaction you, you can say, oh, I missed that game. Yeah, but it says, I must have never not had free time that night. Mm. <laughs> you stocks and shares. Yeah, <laughs> stocks and shares. You're buying a dip, people. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, what's yours? Uh, probably watching TV shows, movies. Mm. That is it. I'm a big um, consumer of that type of media. Mm. No fornicating? Love fornicating? I said no fornicating? No. But the thing is, in this particular market, right, the dip, the market that you're referring to, is it easier to buy in a dip in this in this type of market? No. It's not in it. I think it's harder. Mm. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> <laughs> the market's messed up. Yeah, this one, there's no there's no benefits of yeah, the crash. Yeah, at all. You get me? I'll run back. Yeah, I can't, don't know how we're going to get around it. Yeah. But I never really had no stocks in that market anyway, so. Okay. No stocks and shares. No stocks, no shares. I hear that. All right, well, thank you for that great 
financial advice. Let's get into our headlines. <laughs> Right, very, very sad news. We lost a legend. So singer Tina Turner, whose soul classics and pop hits like The Best and What's Love Got To Do With It made her a superstar, has died at the age of 83. Turner had suffered a number of health issues in recent years, including cancer, a stroke and kidney failure. She rose to fame alongside husband Ike in the 1960s with songs including Proud Mary and River Deep, Mountain High. Um, yeah, she divorced abusive Ike in 1978 and went on to find even greater success as a solo artist in the 1980s. Dubbed the queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner was famed for her raunchy and energetic stage performances and husky powerful vocals. Her death was announced on her official Instagram page. With her music and her boundless passion for life, she enchanted millions of fans around the world and inspired the stars of tomorrow, the post said. Today we say goodbye to a dear friend, who leaves us all her greatest work, her music. Turner won eight Grammy Awards and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2021 as a solo artist, having first been inducted alongside Ike Turner in 1991. Upon her solo induction, the Hall of Fame noted how she had expanded the once limited idea of how a black woman could conquer a stage and be both a powerhouse and a multi-dimensional being. So R.I.P. Tim Turner. R.I.P. Um, and the next headline, um, Boris Johnson has severed ties with government lawyers supporting him during the COVID inquiry, with, uh, with allies saying he had lost faith in the system after he was reported to police over fresh Partygate allegations. The former prime minister said he was currently unrepresented and in the process of instructing new solicitors. While Johnson is confident taxpayers will continue picking up the bill for his new legal team, he admitted in a letter to the COVID inquiry published on Monday that the Cabinet Office had yet to agree funding and other practical arrangements. I have no control over the timing of that process, he added. Johnson's decision to stop relying on support from the government, from the government legal department shows the further erosion of relations between him and Whitehall. His allies have, yeah, his, his allies have criticised the Cabinet Office for passing his pandemic diaries to two police forces over concerns about more potential rule breaches during COVID. Now, last headline in the section, Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba urged African countries on Wednesday to abandon their stances of neutrality towards his country's war with Russia. Speaking in Addis Ababa, the Ethiopian capital on Wednesday, Kuleba said Ukraine was very upset that some African countries chose to abstain and called on them to lend Ukraine diplomatic support in the face of Russian aggression. Many African countries have, reviews, have refused to take sides in the European conflict, with several abstaining from votes at the United Nations General Assembly, condemning Russia's invasion. Ethiopia is one of them. Russia has built a substantial presence in several parts of Africa, where Russian private military contractor Wagner is active, and recently held joint military drills with South Africa. Russia plans to hold an Africa-Russia summit in July. Kuleba also called on African countries to endorse the 10-point peace formula proposed by Pres President Vladimir Zelensky in December and emphasised Ukraine's wish to build better relationships with Africa based on trade in energy, technology and pharmaceuticals. Admitting that Ukraine-Africa ties did not receive proper attention in the past, Kuleba said he was on the continent to convey a message that Ukraine wants to build direct relations with African nations based on three principles, 
mutual respect, mutual interest, and mutual benefits. All right, let's get into our topic of the day. What are you saying? So today's topic of the day, well, it's a light-hearted topic, basically. Thanks, Ema. Um, so basically, I'm just going to ask you guys a few questions and you can elaborate and answer as you please. Um, there's four here, but you know, let's see. What is, was that four or three? Anyway, we'll see. What is something you have accomplished as an adult that your younger self would be proud of? And what do you hope your 50-year-old self would be most proud of? Um, I would say for me, it's not necessarily something I've actually no, it is. I guess it's something I've accomplished. But it would be to do more with like how I am, as in that the lines that were drawn for me, the path that was drawn for me to follow, I've kind of stepped out of them when I needed to. So that confidence of wanting of stepping out when I need to, I think my younger self would be proud of that. You say you didn't think you would have done it when you were younger. No, it's not something I would have done. I wasn't. I wouldn't have done that when I was younger. Like, I was raised to follow the line. Okay, and what do you hope your 50-year-old self would be proud of? That I've continued to do so. And by the age of 50, um, I know who I am a lot more and, like, confident in that woman. Yeah. Yous, need a question again? Um, I'm still thinking, you know. I'm still formulating my, my thoughts on this one. What about you, Brent? What's something you accomplished as an adult that your younger self would be proud of? Um, maybe getting a girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Just going to let that lie there? Or? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... No, I don't have a girlfriend, no. Yeah, no, 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 oh, no. It's okay, yeah, yeah. And what do you hope your 50-year-old self would be proud of? Getting TMB off the ground. Yep, that's a good one. Yeah. Yous, you ready? And according to you, Brent, you've got about four years to get that done. Four years? Or five. Whenever you ask your age, you say you're 45. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I forget my lies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy's been 45 for the past six, six, seven years. Um, I would say mine would probably be... You know what? My younger self would probably be surprised or proud that I actually, I guess, I guess I can call myself a public speaker to some degree, right? Because growing up, I was very quiet, very shy. I had a crazy stutter. I used to stammer. Like, I used to stutter. Like, when you speak to me, I stutter. Okay. So for me to go from uh, a quiet, shy kid who had a stammer to now being someone who, I guess, is a public speaker, I mean, I've, I've made a nice transition there. So I reckon my my younger self, is that the question? My younger self would be proud of that? Mm. And then what do you yeah. hope, your, what do you hope your 50-year-old self would be proud of? Um, I guess just the man I've I've become, really. Things I've achieved and 
hopefully by 50 I've you know what I mean I've crossed off or ticked off a few um accomplishments and bucket list stuff so I reckon he'll just be proud of the journey and the life I've lived you know what I mean okay that's so. cool um me I don't do nothing my younger self would be proud of <laughs> I don't think he would I don't think he'd look at it like that I don't think he'd be proud mm. like, yourself I'm only playing um, let me think do you really think that young younger self would have laughed or scoffed at who you are now as an adult and what it is that you are doing yeah probably okay so you were really ignorant back in the day when it was younger I mean, I'm only a little bit. I'm only a little. I'm only a little bit less ignorant now, to be fair. But yeah, I would have probably would have laughed and scoffed at that kind of shit. Um, let me. Uh, what could I think of? What could? What do I do? Maybe I'm a good father. Maybe my younger self could appreciate that. I think he might be might respect that. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm, that's a good one. We go with that one, and um. What would, my, what would I want my 50-year-old self to be proud of? Just... Yeah, I don't know, man. Just... My accomplishments, man. I don't know where... I don't know where that would... Um, I don't know where that would... What, what that would come under, though, because I'm liable to do anything in spaces, in, in time, like... Things evolving that I could, I'd like, I could, I could try things or whatever. I don't know what kind of opportunities are going to open up, so I can't necessarily say this, 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 this. Yeah, that. You get me. But I'd probably like to be, hope to be proud of the things that I've achieved, in my fifty years around the sun. You get me. Mm. All right, cool. So if you could have a fictional superhero for a best friend, who would it be and why? Maybe Iron Man. Why? Because he's rich. Because he can build me a suit. Um, he knows people. He's, you know, what I mean, he's he's well connected, so he can bring me in business wise and stuff like that. And he just seems like a fun guy, man. Shout out Tony Stark. Yeah, I am, probably. I hear that. Like, imagine the perks of being Iron Man's best friend. I mean, like you probably end up being a superior yourself. You know what I mean? A little blacked out Iron Man suit. You get me? I hear that. That's a good choice. I could stay in Marvel then, because I'll just go to the other side. Oh, Batman. No, forget Batman, man. I want some vibranium, blood. Oh, the other side. What do you mean the other side? The other side. To China, then, man. Oh, I thought you meant as in the other side of Marvel, as in DC. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. you mean just... Okay, cool. Was well, to China went with Iron Man, was he? He was with... Oh, no, he was, innit? What do you mean he was with Iron Man? Yeah, he was, he was part Civil of the War. No, Civil War. Oh, part. you mean on the Civil War side? What side was the Civil War? I can't remember, you know. Yeah, because Bucky killed his dad, so he went with he went with he went with um he went he went with um Captain America. He was with Iron Man, oh, yeah, okay. so it wasn't the other side. Mm. Sorry, accident. But yeah, I could do a Chichada team, Wakanda. Yeah, I hear that. Or maybe Wolverine. Why? Because he's just Nang. He is Nang still. Wolverine just Nang, and it's cool to have a Nang brethren. You get me? Mm. No, I hear that. You never know if it's gonna when it's gonna be on top. Yeah, <laughs> You're trying yeah, to say yeah. that is if you you can roll through Wolverine. More likely, you could, you, you Wolverine could step anywhere. Just close up. You get what I'm trying to say? You, you Wolverine can step anywhere and you're good. Unless you bought Magneto. But yeah, that's, that's a different, different story. 
Right. Tester. Um, go on. I don't really know many superheroes, but I would have said Shuri, to be fair. Who, sorry? Shuri from um, Black Panther. The new Black Panther. Oh, Shuri. Okay, I'm with you. Especially the vibe. Yeah, I like she... her in real life as well, so. Yeah, she seemed cool. Yeah. That's a good one. Brent, where are you going? Jesus. That's blasphemy. He's already your friend, Brent. That is yeah, blasphemy. You already got a friend in Jesus. And Jesus, I said Jesus, I could Jesus get is a not a fictional superhero. Yeah, Jesus is not a fictional superhero. Depends who you talk to, 100%. <laughs> We're talking <laughs> to you, sir. Double down, double down. Really. Talking nah, to you? That's blasphemy. You know what I mean? To be honest, I, before I said it, I quickly spoke to God. And he said, said you know my humor. By the way, <laughs> you already heard it, to be fair. <laughs> I said, you know my style. You already yeah, know yeah, what I'm about yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't idolize or want to be brethren with any of these uh, Marvel characters, to be honest. Jesus is my guy. Okay. And he, will, he will wipe all of your mutant beings like that. Even Thanos. I don't know, man. Look how long Thanos took to rest. What, the, the double black? What oh. do you mean to rest what? You know what? At the end of the movie, he was like, <sighs> look how long he took. Forever. Jesus took what? How many days? <laughs> six, six bro you are ridiculous I said six days he rested on the Sabbath <laughs> that is wild alright then um, living at sea or living on a mountain and you can't say more than a day elsewhere oh you can't stay more than a day elsewhere like that is your residence like that's where you reside I did a mountain I think it's, like I've, I've run and walk up a mountain in my lifetime. I think it's so beautiful. Like I love nature. Like when I go on my meditation walks, I just love nature. So imagine seeing the world from the top of the mountain. Oh my, it must be so beautiful. You want to be up a mountain every day? I don't want to be at sea. But at least there's stuff, there's no footfall on the mountain. No, but I like peace though. I like peace. I like quiet. I like serenity. That's at least the ocean's got like some footfall, man. I don't want no footfall. You might link someone. I don't want to link anyone. That's the point. We're just going to go up by the mountain and just be there. I think it would be... But that's the thing. There's my... nothing up there. You want to get reception. Get goats. In the mountain? Mountain goats. You cook it. You know I ain't doing that. I'll be vegan. But... I could be pescatarian. Yeah, is but that's, it... this is, this suits my personality, like my character, being on the mountain. Also, I can't swim. Don't be silly. Is this a stationary boat or this is a moving boat? From the side of it, I don't even know if we're on a boat or if we're like under the sea, like um, we're living that scenario. Ariel, wow, we're human beings. I'm assuming we're living on a boat. Wherever the conditions are, we could survive there. I'm guessing. You know, living at sea means living on a boat. Okay. Yeah, but I'm asking because he's like, oh, you can't um, stay elsewhere. So is the boat just stationary or is the boat moving? Because the boat's moving, I'm going to go at sea because I can travel to different places. That's true. If it's a mountain, I'm just on the mountain. And then you can just stop off at different islands for the day, like yeah, a yeah. cruise. Is I would, regardless, I wouldn't be up the mountain anyway because there's nothing up there. He said, he said you can't stay more than a day elsewhere. So I'll just spend less than 24 hours at each destination that I, I go to. And then before the clock strikes, I'm back on my boat. There you go. Yeah, you've cracked it. Cracked the code, man. Regardless of whether I thought that through or not, just sitting up at the top of the mountain with the billy goats. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's too zen for me. I said the billy goats, you know. That's like some Buddhist thing. That's I just... like that. I actually want to. I want to go on like a, a retreat one day. 
The stupid expenses that I was looking at one the other day is like five grand. We wear like Tibet or something. Huh? I don't know what that is. Tibet? Ain't that in the like. Like should be in the mountains or something. Ain't it like somewhere where the where the, where the where the monks are and thing? Oh yeah, yeah. But I would I don't think I want to be chilling with the monks though. That's a different religion, isn't it? Yeah, but you want serenity and peace. Um, to teach you how to um, what's the word we're looking for? Meditate. There we mm. go. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, they look. I like. I like those. I want to do it. No, seriously, would you do that? Yeah. Would you go to one of them retreats where you're not allowed to speak? Yeah. Like the whole time you're there, like, there's no talking. Mm. Just one with your thoughts and. Everything, yeah, absolutely. It's on my list of things to do. That's crazy. I was looking at one the other day. It's, it's like five grand, and I think it's, you're there for like five days. And I said, I'm sorry. And then you've got like, you do yoga. And there's no amenities. So, uh, what, no one ain't allowed to talk while you're there? No, you can talk. These ones you can talk, obviously. Okay, yeah, yeah. How am I going to know the yoga poses to do? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it is, it's just a retreat. I don't know if I would do the Buddhist ones, but I would go to like a retreat where literally this is what you do. You meditate, you do yoga, you do Pilates, you just do... And I think where I was reading as well, I think that the food is like all fresh food and it's all home cooked food and everything. It looked really good. That's why I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Brent, would you go to one of them retreats where you're not allowed to speak? Yeah. What do you say? You're thrived there? Um, I want to see what, what I get from it, I guess. Danielle's gone to one of them. She yeah, sings its praises. So, yeah. Oh, is it? How long yeah, did yeah, she yeah. do? Huh? How long did she do? Uh, <laughs> That's mad. I wonder what that would be like. I'd break the rules. I'd find someone to talk to. I'd be like, psh, psh. <laughs> So it defeats the purpose. Why you go there? You get kicked out in five minutes. Huh? Why go there? Yeah, I know. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't, that's why I wouldn't think it if I, if I ended up there. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd do that off my own chest. What hat are you wearing? This is Lunes' hat. Oh. Because I was wondering, that looks like a roti. Yeah, it's a rock rider, yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Shouts out the Rotties. Rock Rider match. Oh, that's good. I think I will get a for here as well. Oh, there yeah. you go. Um, shit. Is that it? No, it's not. We've got one more. Oh, wait there. Someone, someone's entered the chat. Same. He said that he wants to elaborate on this point. Would you guys rather go to the depths of the ocean or Everest? That, I'm assuming that's a one-off visit. He didn't elaborate enough. It just says, would you guys rather go to the depths of the ocean or Everest? Like I the mountain the tops. Of hmm? the ocean. Climb Mount Everest or just go down. Or be, do deep sea diving, basically. I'd go to the sea. It'd be so lit. Imagine all the fishes you see that you never ever thought existed. Yeah, the mountain top sounds. It's, I mean, great. You know, there's nothing up there for me. I don't understand. Like, at least, like you're saying, like the, the, the ocean, that like, there's an exploration and thing. I don't understand. There's nothing. Why the hell am I going and sitting on the top of a mountain? There's nothing up there for me. Nothing at all. Serenity is up there. Peace. No, I don't away need away from that. like all the chaos of the world. I like chaos. I can imagine. Oh, the thought of the silence up there is just. And like the because you know when I'm when I'm in the, when I'm on a plane here and I look down I love seeing just how world the world looks oh. and then going up a mountain and you see like a lots of greens and all sorts the thought of that to me oh. is foolishness the wilderness that's like wilderness that's just nothing there's nothing there the thought of that makes me so excited in life what 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 thought scares you both most climbing the mountain and the risk that come with that 
or going down to the depths of the sea and the risks that come with that. Depths like, of the sea. Which is less daunting. Less um, less, less less daunting, like the, the journey. Because for example, you might be some people some might some might be scared of heights. Mm. Some might be scared of water. So mm. that might help you with your decision. Like which one is in terms of the journey. I ain't scared of neither. I'd I'll go up to the mountain because I'm scared of water. I'd probably say water because I could swim. I, I can't climb a side of my if I could climb with confidence of them climbing man, mm. then none of it would bother me. If that okay. makes sense. Yeah, I hear you. Like and obviously you can't you can't um swim down to the depths of the sea yourself. So you're gonna be in some kind of submarine or something. Yeah, something that that that's capable of taking you down there, you get me? Mm. So I'd probably do that. Again, because this is still more it's still more on a on an exploration side. It's like once there's still stuff down there, or you don't know what's down there, whatever. Yeah. I know there ain't nothing up on the top of the mountain, blood. I think it's if you're climbing Mount Everest, it's more just to see the world or see the view from that from that top in it and to say you've you've done it. No, there's different points at Everest, isn't it? I don't know much about Everest, you know. Yeah, I think when you climb it, you have to um do you know you have to pay to climb it? Mm-mm. Ah, what God made for free. I have no idea. That's you, ridiculous. You gotta pay to climb Mount Everest, or you can just go and climb it. Yeah. No, you no, you gotta pay. That's ridiculous. Yeah. How does capitalism fi- capitalism find its way into everything? That's know. wild, you know. And then there's different things. You can climb certain parts of it. There's like I don't know if it's like different tiers, so you can go and climb this little part or that part or that. I did try to get into another demanded so your wristband. No. The top top one. It might be like ten it might be like ten racks or something like that. That's stupid. Ten racks to climb out of Forty for a guided climb. Forty grand. For a guided climb. Grand. So, there you go. Yeah, you gotta get all your equipment and all Don't that. Guide and, me. Someone, right, right. someone got a YouTube video. That is crazy. I thought you could just drive to, to um Everest. I thought I could just do it. And climb it if that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. Because it's a mountain. I didn't know that was how to I would have to pay for it. Yeah, you got Climb what God made. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah, I'm not paying. I'm not paying forty um thousand for a guided tour. Someone what? on YouTube definitely got a tutorial on how to get your way around there. Apparently, what? when you get up there, you can see God. A man mm. said the mountains could give you bare inspiration and fresh air. Remember, that's where the Ten Commandments were given to, and, and God spoke to the people. You guys underestimate what breathing <laughs> actually does. The ocean, you might find Atlantis. Man said, nah, I don't I don't need inspiration. I'm not trying to rewrite the commandments either. I don't need that kind of serenity. Like I don't there's the mountain is just so unappealing. Mm. Like there's just the nothingness is not it's just not yeah, there's, there's nothing there's nothing there. What, what, what am I doing? Like once I get there So is this it? It's like, you know, I, like um what's it called? Fresh prints when everyone moved out the house. Yeah. Looking you, around. It's, it's literally you climb up, you get to the top and you're like, all right. <laughs> mm. This is it. So what next? What next? What the fuck? What the hell are you to bring me here for? For this? Yeah. Nah. Really? Could have done this downstairs. Go away. I could have done this downstairs. Ocean is much better because you never know what you're going to find, man. Yeah. I think if I could only do one, I'd want to go to the depth of the ocean. If I'm in a... a submarine. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not doing all that. I'm just wait. Mount Everest is not Mount Sinai, by the way. Just taking it. Yeah, Everest is not what? Okay. Mount Everest is not Mount Sinai. Sinai is where the sin, where the commandments came from. I'm with you. What is the best meal you've ever had? And what's the best meal you've ever cooked for yourself? Hmm, interesting. I have no idea. You don't know the best meal you've ever had? No. I've had too many meals in my life. I don't know what the best meal was. Mm. Probably the last time I went to Trinidad... Probably the burger I ate 
after a long day of wedding <laughs> planning, and it had that's the first time I ate that burger must have been heavenly. Really, and the pineapple yeah. sat. Yeah, it was an island burger. It was called an island burger. Oh my goodness! And it wasn't just because I was hungry. <laughs> that's the thing. Afterwards, afterwards, I ordered another one. Oh, did you? Yeah, the, the day after when I wasn't hungry. Okay, okay. Ooh. I got a quick, quick, quick question, right? What's what item of food, yeah, do you think you've eaten the most in your entire life? Rice. Like what single food item? Chicken. Chicken. I think me too. You know. Mm, chicken. Brent, what about you? Uh, chicken, definitely. Yeah. Mm. No surprises there, though. We are black. Sounds about black. Mm. Sounds about black, right? Do you know the best meal you ever had? Mine is always from my favorite restaurant. What's that? Um, and it's Chinese food. But it's like the best Chinese restaurant ever. What's your What's your uh, go to meal? Just all the prawn dishes. A lovely chicken fried rice with no egg. A nice fillet steak in black bean, black bean and chili sauce. But it's just the way they cook, like, like I don't think it's like I pray for their salvation because I'm just like, Lord, they have to be in heaven to cook up this food over there. They is a good, good food. Good food. It's ridiculous. Mom's been going since she was 17 and it's been consistently good since she was a teen. It must be proper. Way. It's good food. What's my best meal I've consumed? It's tough. <sighs> <laughs> it's tough, man. That's crazy. It is, it is difficult, though. Maybe like one of um, one of my mom's, one of my something my mom cooked, man. I think I'll be honest with you. One of them Christmases, I can't remember which one it was. But one of them Christmases. She impressed me, boy. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, she put a foot in it. One of them Christmases, the food was crazy. That's probably what I look forward to the most at Christmas time, just going and eating anyway. I don't know. I can't remember what year it was, but I actually do have a, a memory of being in my mum's house at Christmas and finishing the plate and thinking that might be the best plate of food I've ever had in my life. I wouldn't even know what was on it. Actually, I do know what would have been on it. There would have been, there would have been some roast chicken, some rice and peas, mac and cheese and thing, salmon, lamb. Because I think we got through all the meats in Christmas. Okay. You get me? There might even have been pork on there. Yeah, animal sense of trans boy. Stuff like that. Yeah, I love a good food, man. What's the best meal I've made? I can't even think. I can't even think. I don't think I've made my best meal yet. Yeah, I'm still. You get me? I'm still learning. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still working on myself. I'm still practicing. I haven't made my best meal yet. You can think about what the best meal you ate yet? No, I don't know. I haven't been thinking about it. Nothing. I don't know. It's, it's too much of a. It's too much of a. It's too much of a difficult question because yeah, I was just you know, a goosey. A goosey. Nah, nah. I can remember, no, I actually remember actually. I remember probably the best jollof I've had actually. 
one of my one of my aunties came to my house to stay from Nigeria. She caught the caught up the best jollof I ever had. You see the Nigerians in Nigeria. The best jollof I ever had. I'll be honest. And I remember she came back, cooked it again, but it didn't mm. slap the same though. Because uh, yeah. we westernized. What's that? She'd been, she'd been western westernized. What do you mean? As in, like when she came the first time, yeah, and she did it. It's the the passion was fresh from Nigeria. Yeah, I feel like stepping in this land just takes away that <laughs> cooking passion. Because you see the people back home when you eat the dishes that you typically have in your house. Yeah. When you eat it back home, oh, honey. To be fair, I think that's that would be my second best meal. To be fair, <laughs> when I went back to Nigeria last year, and I got to have amala. Oh my gosh, I wanted to. I wanted to enter the bowl. What's amala? It's, do you know what Ebo is? Sorry? It's basically like a, um, you know, like a pound of jam kind of consistency. Okay. People call it swallow, but I hate it. It makes me feel like it's talking about vomit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate it. But um, it's that kind of food, solids, basically. And then you have it with um, Ewudu, which is like leaf. It's like a leafy soup. Okay. And um, beggary. And that is peanut soup. And then you have it with stew, like red stew. Okay. And then basically, like, you put the amala in there, and then, but then it's, it's swimming in the soups. And it's I'd got the be right lost type of spicy. over there, boy. You gotta direct me to the chips. Where is the chips, big man? Why are you going there wanting chips? Where? Hold on, where is this? Old chips. Where is this? Why would you want chips when you go to Nigeria? Well, Nigeria. Yeah. Go ask for chips. Childish. No, I just she just talked about stuff swimming in soups and leaves on, and all these things. I'm just saying, I'll just have to. Where the chips, kid? How 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 open how open are you to trying African cuisine? Like using your hands, dipping the, swallowing the stew and drawing it. And are you? Are you, are you on them things? Don't smile about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you are you open minded in regards to that? Have you ever tried it before? No, no, oh never. No, are you open? Are you one of them like, nah? And I've told you, I don't like things that are too wet. It's not wet. You can have the jollof rice and stuff though. I like jollof rice. I think jollof's lame. You tried? Yeah, that? but jollof is. Have I tried jollof? Easy man. Don't act like it's a silly question. You just said you're going. Have to Have I tried jollof rice? Because you didn't say you were going to go to Nigeria and order jollof rice. You said you're going there to order chips. So this is not this is not the stupid question you think it is. That's a crazy question. It's not. Have I been to how many parties have I been to? Party I jollof. don't know what you do in your spare you know, time. I'm sure you've had jollof, but that's a crazy question. Me, it's not jollof. Crazy. I think jollof is. I think it's had. Jollof. I think that's just been my. But have you had pound of yam ever? No, no. Pound of yam you... slaps. Meat meal. I like yam. Is it like hard food? No, it, it's it's soft. It's soft. Don't make it's it soft. right. It's it's fluffy. I make it soft. I make it fluffy. If you pull it there, like, you just see it. So what does it taste yam. like? Yam. So like that's what I'm saying. Like the, like the hard food, like the starchy yam that like I would. Yeah, normal uh, yam. Yeah. But it's, it's just it's just a different consistency. Yeah, it's just pounded. It's like mashed yam, like mashed potatoes. Yeah, but yam. But yam. Yeah, I think I'd give it a go. But and with spinach, that's why I have it. With, other people have it with okra and stuff. I don't like that. You gotta use your discernment. There's certain things that I'd look at and just say. Mm mm. People, am I like by PR because it's black? Hmm. Amala gets bad PR because it's black. Because it's black. Yeah. Wait, so get it up on the screen for me, please. No, nah, it's more. It's more so good at the taste. I need y'all to remember how much time I have left in it. Okay, sorry. Oh, you gotta leave soon. All right. Let's... I'm, not, I'm not gonna put it up on the screen because you're gonna say something very stupid. And what you what you think he's gonna say is exactly why I never thought you'd try jollof. You'd be on the show and said he loves jollof, by the way. Oh, I can't remember. I don't yeah, recall. Yeah. I love jollof. Jollof. I love um, whatever African cuisine would I have had. I went to some, I told you, I went to some African restaurant and they brought me some fish 
which was nice. Mm. I've never Grilled seen fishes are banging. I've n- it wasn't Caribbean fishes. I've never seen this fish before, but it tasted nice. It didn't look, it's a tilapia. Who? Tilapia fish. I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't particularly beautiful. It was actually a horrible, disgusting. Oh, you didn't like fish. the fish? No, it tasted amazing. I mean, the look of the fish. Oh. I know certain fishes. I know snapper. I know red snapper. I know sea brim. Mm. I know sea bass. I know. My I'm fishes, you get what I'm trying to say, that we work with, you get me? Yeah. They just had a different selection of fishes. And obviously, I'm saying, well, it's all fish, so let's go. Fish, it? fish is fish. But when it, when it, when it forwarded out and I looked at it, like, yikes, what is this? Like, I haven't seen this fish before. This is crazy. Do you feel I'm not very open to trying other African countries' um, foods, though? So. I just I'm very stuck in my ways when it comes to food. I'm very picky. Um, do they put what's suya? That, um, oh, that's meat, but suya is a seasoning, seasoning, yeah. isn't it? Have yeah, they put suya? they put it on some chicken wings and thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I've had banging. that, that's banging. I had that in a rave, is it? <laughs> it was in a club, they were selling some suya. Wings I had in Nigerian clubs, they, they serve chicken wings till the early hours of the morning, yeah. I had and some, I, I had some suya six chicken wings in the, in the club, they were slapping off. I might get some this weekend actually. Yeah, I just don't like too too much wet wet, wet stuff. stuff. Yeah. I get you. you. Get me. So when I see all this wet stuff going on, there's certain things that I'll look at and be like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. "Leave me out." Just drop me out. Not eating that. Not touching that. And I need like the colors and textures. Just things just need to be right. You know what I'm trying to say? That. So when you're exploring, if it looks too, it's not going to be for me. You mean the fact that it's wet and you have to use your hands to eat it? Because we have a whole set of wet stuff in our um, culture. Books. 100%. Like what? All of the curries. I don't like curries. Like oh, that. it's a that you don't eat to me. Yeah, I don't like oh, curries okay. like that. I'm not a big curry person. Mm. Even like whether it be Indian or or Caribbean made curry, I'm not a. Big... What about the stews? What type of stews now are you talking? All the stews. Brown stew. Yeah, but they're like a different kind of consistency. It's like brown stew chicken's calm. It's not like that. Like I'd have I'll stew I'll stew my chicken down. I have peppered steak and all that. Like I couldn't. Like that's not. That's not what I'm talking about. It's like it's when it's everything's all wet and there's all and you don't know what's in there. It's when, <laughs> it's when there's, there's trouble in there. You know what I'm trying to say? So when it's just, mix up. Yeah, man. But you know you just don't know what's in there. It's crazy. Like, it's just every, everybody's just get, Yeah, it's just crazy to me. I'm not here for that. You get me? Like, nah, it's not and again, yeah, there's bare it could be from any culture. There's bare, if I just go places and it's just I could be anywhere. It's even like street food, like yeah. it could be anywhere like I don't know, it could just be anywhere, but like you go through certain places and you look and I can see stuff and some stuff just look too wet yeah. for me. Like yeah. I'm just this ain't me. Especially if I'm gonna try something new that I don't know, it's definitely better be dry. Or have a sauce on the side that I can control yeah. how much of the sauce you want in it. I want in it. You know what yeah. I'm trying to say that? I'm just not on this, this lucky dip, just just this mixed okay, bag. Not of a lucky dip, child. No, but it's you know what I'm saying? Not a lucky dip. But fair, I could be I, I could be, you I could be educated though, you could teach me. What's your your weirdest food phobia. It doesn't have to be a phobia. There's something that you. Oh, I have one. Like you don't like for, for me, for example, I don't like, uh, like soft bread and butter. Mm, okay. What do you mean soft? Like but I not don't toasted. like. I can have toast and butter, but I can't eat soft slice of bread with butter in it. Oh, okay, I'm with you. Mm. I mean, like, get that away from me. I can get bread slaps with that though. Again, I wouldn't have it soft. Yeah. No. Do you know mine is mine is boiling an egg. I hate runny eggs. Yeah. Like, I hate, like, I can't, it's more than a hate, though. Like, it freaks me out inside, so it's mm. more of a phobia. Yeah. So when I boil an egg, 
Like I let the water dry. Like I might as well burn the shells mm. just to make sure it's boiled. Because if I crack that yeah. and it's runny inside, yeah. it stresses me out. No, runny eggs are lit. Ugh. Runny eggs are the truth. Um Not for me. Warm, warmer gig of bread and butter though. I could mm. do. But cold bread? Really? No. And also, I can't eat sandwiches that other people have made. Burgers, mm. yes. Sandwich, really? Like I can't like if if bread sorry, not bread, Brent. I had to spread the sandwiches. Like, you know how they sliced into a triangle? Yeah. With cucumber, butter. I just, M&S, you wouldn't have it? I've never bought a sandwich in my life from a shop. Really? Yeah, because people handling your food. I just, I don't know what it is. It's a combination of different things. Because I see people talk about that stuff like that. But when you go into like the um, hospitality sector and you go and stuff like like everybody handles your food, you know. Yeah. Like you obviously, it's best, it's best you just don't think about it if you don't. You nah, it's, it's, it. Yeah, it's best you just put that out of your head if you yeah, don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, 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 these men are touching your food, you know. Like if it's if you if you got it from and they they gave, they gave it to you, they touched it. You know, it's not about handling because I eat I eat takeaway, I eat fast food. Okay, yeah, yeah, burgers. Yeah. It's more so just the idea of sandwiches for some reason. It's it's a weird thing in my head mm. that if it's a if it's a cold sandwich and someone's made it, mm. I can't fuck with it. I'm just funny on textures. I don't like textures. I don't. That's why I don't like rice pudding and all that. Yeah, that's why I don't like oats and stuff like I that. Like, and Weetabix. I just don't like weird things. In my does life. any of your story. does any of that stem from a certain community? No, what's the community got to do with it? I don't like it. It made me throw up. Like I don't like it's nasty. Like, I don't like. Mm -mm. I only like just kind of learned how to like work with not just by but do it for long. Like when I was young, I wouldn't eat custard and all that kind of stuff. I've never had custard. Yet. Like I don't like funny textures in my mouth, and I my brain needs to know. Like it's supposed to be used to. That's why I don't like that funny aloe vera water. Someone gave me some of that aloe vera water, then they put all these bits in my mouth. I said, I nearly died. I yeah, said, I what like the hell is this? This is crazy. I've never tried custard. I don't like bits. Even the orange juice with the bits. Oh, I love orange juice with bits though. See, I mean, because I'm an adult, I can do it. Because I'm an adult now, I can do it. Mm. But as a kid, bits in the orange juice, nah. impossible. Oh, I don't, I don't, I hate smooth orange juice. Bits? No, I don't want weird that textures. It's something supposed to be liquid. It's supposed to be liquid. Well, that's the only bits I like though in this life. <laughs> that's like, like I hate bits. You know when you got cake as well, it's got raisins. I hate all of that stuff. But oranges with bits? Mm -mm -mm. Raisins in a cake is like, why would you do that to me? I think yeah. it's offensive. I don't like it. Why would you do that? I to like me? raisins in, in bun. Okay. Like bun. I used to, I used not, to pick kidney, not, um, I used to pick kidney peas out of rice and peas. In a cake, no way. Like a sack. Why is that with fried, the fried rice, Nigerian fried rice? I'd pick, the, pick the kidney out. peas and have them all on the side, just bury them. <laughs> I used to pick them. But I still don't. I like them now as adults. But I don't like butter beans. I don't know what that is. Them big. Have you seen them big yellow butter beans that they put in oxtail? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I just there's things I just don't like the look of them. That's I just what don't. That is. I just don't want them. I don't want them. I don't. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. No, chickpeas. Why is rice and peas called rice and peas and not rice and beans? Because kidney peas, isn't it? Aren't they called kidney beans? Hmm, maybe. No, they are called kidney beans. But it's called are rice they? And beans. Yeah. Are they? 100%. So are they? It's always been It depends before. on different cultures. But it comes from Caribbean culture, no? Is kidney peas a thing? I just need to check. No, it's, Brent, it's kidney beans, right? Yeah, it's kidney beans. Yeah, but it's called... I would have thought maybe because rice and peas sound I'm sure better. it's still a pea, though. It's a pea, right? Oh, it's, it's from the pea family, but me, it's a bean. Let me check. Yeah, I, I think... I don't even know. There's a pea family. I think it's a, it's a kidney... It's a kid, kidney peas is a thing, right? Am I just saying that? Am I just mixing the two? Because that's what I know. I've never heard of kidney pea in my life. Kidney <laughs> beans is 100%. How? Because it's rice and peas? Gungle yeah. peas. Yeah, but that's the question. That's the question why I've always been perplexed. Gungle peas is gungle peas. They're beans as well, isn't it? 
I've never heard of that P either. Uh, Gunga's the best. But Gunga, they, we call them Gunga peas, right? I call them Gunga peas, yeah. And they're a bean, innit? I don't know. Why don't you want to say we? I'm from Trinidad. He might say something different oh, in Jamaica. Okay. I can't speak about Jamaicans. Okay, but fine. you put that in stew. Ooh. I prefer kidney peas than Gunga peas. Facts. If I see rice with Gunga peas, then I'm a bit disappointed. If I went to like a party and someone's house and they bring me out rice and peas and it was Gunga peas, I'd be like... When I, when I hear rice and peas, I hear that mixture with the Gunga in it. Okay. Rice, rice and um, nah, <laughs> crap. Rice and peas are rice and peas. Kidney I've never peas. Never rice and beans. No, it's, it's it's a bean. The kidney bean is a variety of the common uh, bean named for its resemblance to a human kidney. It's a kidney bean. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of kidney peas in my yeah, life. I've always, I guess, I've always heard or visualized a pea as a, a circle. And a bean, like, like, like yeah. a, bean. a bean. Yeah. So there's not, no one don't refer to them as peas. I've just typed in kidney peas into Google and just kidney beans come up. Red yeah, kidney yeah, beans yeah. come up, yeah. Yeah, so that's where the... You Jamaicans say that. It's not, it's because it's rice and peas, isn't it? But you've got gungo peas and you've got the um, kidney kidney beans yeah. or whatever. So you just okay. think the two. That's what it is, because gungo peas is an actual thing. So I just think the kidney Gunga peas... are the best, man. It's, it's, if gungo peas is a thing, kid, they must the kidney ones must be king, kidney peas. That's what I just assumed. Listen, y'all Caribbean man, not me. Don't you put peas in rice? You have rice and beans, Nigerian way. What, what do you mean? What's that? It's rice and beans. Yeah. What beans? Baked beans. No same beans. No stewed beans. No, no same beans. Baked beans. No huh? kidney beans. Yeah. The same beans that you use for same rice and beans. beans. So it's rice and peas. No, it's no, rice it's and not. beans. It's rice with a side of beans. Stew. What do you mean with a side? Yeah, so yeah. It's no, not... then you add the stew. So the, the, yeah, the, so the peas are on the side, not in so the rice. It's not cooked with the rice. No, it's not cooked with the rice. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you stew the beans. Yeah. No, because it's that's that's a different dish. So you just have it. How was it eaten? So there's okay. There's beans that you have like cooked and like stewed. Yeah. That's that's a dish in itself. Then the one that come, that you eat with rice sometimes it's on the side of rice. So it's just plain. It's plain beans. Ugh. Them, ugh, my food. No, and then also you got any stew. sort of flavoring or whatnot. Any yeah, it would like on it. No, you have the to you, you have to have stew. No, you have no. stew to it separately. Is what you so do. So you'll cook it. Okay, so it's rice. Any? No, you just cook it normal. What? What do you put in it though? Sprinkle of salt. That's it. Yes, because you're eating so rice and stew. Yeah, because you're gonna eat rice and stew. But I would have thought that you would mix it with the stew, like stew it. No. Oh. That's beans. No, no, no. It can be done both ways. It can be done both ways. You can have it plain on the side with stew separately or you yeah. can stew it. You know why I've said er because I've probably just projected me cooking the beans, mm. me just sprinkling salt in it and adding as a side next to rice. Yeah, but... That's, that's you violence eating, for me. But you eating rice and stew though? Or just rice? I'm stewing the beans. No, no. I'm with him. I don't like plain beans by itself anyway. Even the smell mm. is bad. Harsh. The in my mouth. Yeah. Okay. Where's the Where's the flavour? The rice and stew. Mm. It's got flavour on its own, though, to be fair. Mm. All right, well, that's that. Thank you. Let's get into our next headlines. Okay, so our first headline, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yeah. Saudi Arabia restored diplomatic relations with Canada on Wednesday. The country's foreign ministry said in a statement, ending a five-year rift over Riyadh's jailing of activists that damage trade and relations with both countries. The decision follows discussions between Saudi, between Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman 
and Canada's Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, last November on the sidelines of the Asia-Pacific Economic Corporation, APEC, forum in Bangkok, the statement added. It has been decided to restore the level of diplomatic relations with Saudi Arabia to its previous level, Canada Foreign Ministry said in a statement, which also announced the restoration of relations. Both countries also announced Canada's new ambassador in Saudi Arabia as being Jean-Philippe Lunto and expressed their desire to restore diplomatic relations on the basis of mutual respect and common interests. Canada's relations with Saudi Arabia nosedived in 2018 after officials in Ottawa accused the kingdom of human rights violations and demanded the, demanded the release of imprisoned activists. Saudi Arabia responded by freezing new trade and investment deals, suspending flights to Canada, reassigning students studying there and expelling Canada's ambassador to Saudi Arabia while recalling its own. The response at the time has struck some observers as a disproportionate overreaction to a relatively routine criticism of the country's human rights record. Our next headline, the UK is set to win a battle with Spain to host a multi-billion pound electric car battery plant in Somerset, the BBC understands. The boss of Jaguar Land Rover, owner Tata, is expected to fly to London next week to finalise the deal. Some in the car industry have described the plant as the most significant investment in UK automotive since Nissan came to Britain in the 1980s. Tata's chairman, chairman is scheduled to meet the Prime Minister on mid next week. Sources familiar with the matter say that although the deal has yet to be signed, engagement has moved from negotiations to drafting and choreography of how the landmark agreement will be presented. Up to 9,000 jobs will be created at the Bridgewater site, close to the M5. The UK government has acknowledged the urgent need for electric vehicle battery manufacturing in the UK to secure the future of the car industry. The country's automotive sector employs up to 800,000 people directly and in the supply chain. And our last headline for this segment, um, North Korea, Eritrea and Mauritiana have the highest prevalence of modern slavery in the world, according to the 2023 Global Slavery Index published Wednesday, which noted a worsening situation globally since its last survey five years earlier. The report said an estimated 50 million people were living in situations of modern slavery in 2021, an increase of 10 million over 2016 when the problem was last measured. The figure includes some 28 million people in forced labour and 22 million living in, forced, in a forced marriage. The situation is worsening against the backdrop of increasing and more complex armed conflicts, widespread environmental deg degradation and impacts from the coronavirus pandemic, among other factors, the investigation said. Compiled by the human rights charity Walk Free, the report defines modern slavery as encompassing forced labour, forced or servile marriage, debt bondage, forced commercial sexual, sexual exploitation, human trafficking, slavery-like practices, and the sale of ex and exploitation of children. Slavery's core principle entails the systematic removal of a person's freedom from the right to accept or refuse labour to the liberty to determine if, when, and whom to marry. By this benchmark, reclusive and authoritarian North Korea has the highest prevalence of modern slavery, 104.6 per 1,000 population, according to the reports. It is followed by Eritrea 90.3 and Mauritiana 32, which in 1981 became the last country in the world to make hereditary slavery illegal. That's crazy, man. But yeah, it's crazy. Let's get into word and word.
Uh, shout out to Divina's mom, whose birthday is today. Yay. <laughs> All right. So I told you guys, I think it was on Tuesday, that Mizzy, the TikTok terror, as it's been branded by Piers Morgan, basically got was wanted by police. He handed himself in and whether, whatever, I will let you know more about what his situation was um, later on in the head, other headlines. But basically, he did. Sit, he managed to sit down with Piers Morgan, like he said, like he hoped he would. And it was an inter- interesting interview. I think it was about 11 minutes long. <sighs> There's no movement. I know he talks about a movement every time. He talks about movement. There's no mu- movement other than to just be a complete nuisance. Um, he's not remorseful. He doesn't care about the fact that he, what he's doing is actually affecting people's real lives. Um, he tried to play the black card, which is so embarrassing. If you're going to play the black card, you need to make sure it makes sense. He tried to play the black card, but it did not, it did not hold water. If anything, it made the whole interview even just worse. Um, I think if you're sitting now with Piers Morgan and now Piers Morgan looks like the sensible person in the equation, you're doing life wrong. Um, he did say, though, that he doesn't speak to his mum or his mum doesn't speak to him. Um, so I guess they don't have a relationship at the moment. I reckon it's probably... When Piers asked him about it, he didn't want to say. But then later on when he was talking, he said something about, like, my mum doesn't approve what I do and that's caused some issues, blah, blah, blah. So at least his mum has sense. He says his sisters as well... Um, Certain things he does, they tell him he's doing he's doing too much. But it was a dumb interview, man. You can watch it if you want to. I, I watched it just because I was interested to see what would happen. But nothing much happened. He wouldn't let Piers speak. There's no way you're coming on my show and you're telling me to shut up. You must be high on crack. But he was telling Piers, let me finish talking. I would have just got security walking out. But um, essentially, he's just a moron. He accepted he's a moron. He called Piers a moron too. Um, and that was that. Also, what happened yesterday was there was these sex so, trigger warning, but there was these sex tapes um, leaked with Tion Wayne involved. So essentially, I guess what the tapes are is a tape of his sexual encounters with like different women, um, and it's just caused a whole a whole thing basically, and obviously a whole expose or whatever whatever else was basically going on. Um, he didn't say anything. He hasn't. We haven't seen him say anything about it, but there are screenshots flying around where basically he's screenshots of alleged conversations with the the person who hacked his iCloud and released these foot this um footages, and essentially he's allegedly threatening the guy and saying that he's gonna get arrested once he gets to the bottom of who the guy is. And in the screenshots as well, you can kind of see him. Just letting the guy know that you're affecting these these women. And I think that's the case when it comes to revenge. When it comes to revenge porn, whether intentional or not intentional, whether it's hacked or whatever, unfortunately, the women are the ones who get it worst. Um, even in this day and age where people think that there's a lot of sexual liberation, the, women's are, the women are still the ones who, there is still shame attached for them compared to the man. Um, and I've seen stuff online that proves that, basically. But I hope all the women are fine, man, because that's a lot. That's just that's just way too much. Um, and last from me as well, Young Miami and Carisha. No, Carisha and Young Miami, same people. Nicki Minaj is basically going back and forth with, was going back and forth with Carisha. So essentially, Summer Walker is going to be on Carisha Please today. That gets released today. And so Young Miami tweeted, Summer, when I tell you me and Summer Walker got into some things, LOL, 
literally one of my favorite episodes so far. And Nicki Minaj came and said, hits Diddy to advise him that a young lady on a show that appears on his network seems to have borrowed a very popular Queen Radio. So Queen Radio is Nicki Minaj's show with Apple. Um, where it's Queen Radio. Um, and she says, a young lady who appears on his network, Diddy's network, seems to have borrowed a very popular Queen Radio catchphrase. Um, Puff, who you, who's representing you these days, child? I've got my shit drafted in my head, essentially a, lawyer, a letter to lawyers. And then she tagged Young Miami and said, at Young Miami, talking about you got into some things. Um, Charles, anyway, so, so basically, she's basically saying that when some, when Young Miami said, we got into some things, that is Nicki Minaj's phrase. The Young Miami said, Nicki, what's really the problem? Because I definitely didn't get that from you. Let's get into some thing, child, actually is a gay slang. And Nicki said, you know, damn well, gay slang is the first go-to nowadays. Let's discuss it on Queen Radio. If not, I'm hearing Puff right now. You know, he used to manage me, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. She said, now it's my man, my man, my man. But yeah, um, and she tagged him, whatever. And then she says, your bitches, this is what Karisha then said, your bitches shut the fuck up and get out of my mentions with that dumb nonsense. And then she said to Nicki Minaj, I guess the barbs are in her comments now. She said to Nicki Minaj, bring me on Queen Radio. I'm ready when you are. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be nice. I think Nicki should actually go on Karisha, please. I think that'd be a good interview. Um, and then Young Mami said that she's on her way to Diddy's house, so she'll give him the phone when she gets there, which I liked. And all of this ended with Nikki saying, what did Nikki say? Yeah, I can't to read all of that. Then Nikki then said, I don't be knowing anyone is mad until y'all tell me. Then I'd be having to ask somebody the details to get caught up. And then there's the times that Barb's telling me things they know, they swear I don't know because they don't know how I'm playing the cards in my hand. Um, yeah. So I don't think it's real beef, to be honest. I think it's just for jokes. But people are saying that Nicki Minaj does this where when people are not on her side, then she starts to claim it's a joke. But it is what it is, man. And nothing I can do about it. But um, if it gets to fisticuffs, I'll let you go there. But um, let's get into the rotation next. No, don't you say. Headlines. Oh, it's on the dock. My bad. Let's get into our next headlines. I'm going to go to the one, the first one. Mm. All right, so this is about, um, what's his name? Mizzy, that I was telling you a lot about. So a man has been given, yeah, it is him. A man has been given a criminal behaviour order and told to pay a total of £365 after invading a family's house for a TikTok prank. Bakari Bronze O'Garo, who's age 18 from Hackney, appeared at Thames Magistrate Court in a black hoodie and face mask. He admitted one count of failing to comply with the community protection notice he was issued with last year. So he's been doing this for a while. Prosecutor Varinda Hare um, said it stated he should not trespass on private property, that, but that he'd entered a home on 15th of May to film a video. He went to the home address of the victim, she said. The door of the property was open. Mr. O'Garro walked into the property and immediately walked down the stairs. He was stopped by the homeowner. He went into the living room. He sat down on the sofa and said, is this where the study group is? Miss Hare said the owner had asked O'Garro to leave multiple times, causing the family a lot of distress and that the mother had believed it was, a, it was an attempted burglary. Defence solicitor Lee Surgent said O'Gara, known online as Mizzy, had apologised to the family. He did say that on um, Piers Morgan as well. He said he'd had an extremely difficult childhood and was raised by a single parent. He's an intelligent young man. Yeah, FFR. 
He's an intelligent young man and a young man with some potential, he told the court. He said Ogava received universal credit and was not in work or education. Judge Charlotte Krangle issued a two-year criminal behaviour order that states he must not publish social media content without the consent of the people included. He also mustn't trespass or go to the Westfield Shopping Centre in Stratford, East London. Ogara was fined £200 and told to pay a victim surcharge of £80 and costs of £85. Actually, this is important. This is the next one. And right. the last one. So basically all of them. <laughs> all right, so our next headline. Police have refused to apologise after finally admitting that one of their vans was following two boys a minute before they were killed in a collision that sparked violent riots in Cardiff. Almost two days after the deaths of Kyrie Sullivan, age 16, and Harvey Evans, age 15, South Wales, South Wales Police released a timeline of the moments leading up to the tragedy that revealed how close officers were to the crash. Officers also said for the first time that the same van that had been following the boys on, a, on an electric bike went to them after the crash, though it insisted no police vehicle was there when the pair were fatally injured. But the South Wales force refused to accept, the, to accept that families and the public had been deliberately misled by claims from the police and crime commissioner, Alan Michael, soon after the riot that it had been sparked by false rumours of a chase and said no police, no officers had been suspended or spoken to under caution. The timeline was released after The Guardian published footage appearing to show the police van following the boys on, on an electric bike shortly before the tragedy and about 400 metres from where it happened. And our last headline for today, the US Embassy says its personnel from the Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, and the US Department of State's Diplomatic Security Service, DSS, assisted the Trinidad and Tobago Police Service. Have you read the news? No. All right. <laughs> assisted the Trinidad and Tobago Police Service Special Investigations Units that's a mouthful, TTPS-SIU and the Transnational Organised Crime Unit, TOCU, in an investigation which culminated in a May 18th arrest of three Trinburganian nationals and seizure of one Glock pistol and approximately 168 kilograms of cocaine with a value of over 234 million Trinidad money. In a statement this morning, the embassy said by volume of the narcotics, this was the largest seizure of drugs during an unland operation in Trinbagonian history. Trinbagonian. Trinbagonian history. Mm. Thank you. All right. <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> it said the US embassy's DEA office personnel and the TOCU have been working side by side for almost 20 years. He's not got good drug dealers over there. Mm -hmm. They come from <laughs> South America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to claim them? Yeah. Special Investigations Unit Senior Superintendent Christopher Paponet said TOCU and SIU have been working with the US Embassy for many years. We are committed to fighting transnational criminal organizations, and this successful operation shows the strength of what we can achieve when we collaborate with our great partners at the US Embassy. US Ambassador Candice Bond said, the United States is Trinidad and Tobago's best and most reliable partner in the world. And the seizure and solid arrest are tangible evidence that the U.S. Embassy is delivering for the people of Trinidad and Tobago, as well as for the people of the United States. I am proud of the six law enforcement agencies' residents 
at the US Embassy and the great work they offer, they perform at great risk to support Trimbogenian um, criminal investigations. We are partners in helping make Trinidad and Tobago safer for all us who live here. Straining, 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 yeah, straining, 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 yeah, straining. You know you're not okay. You're not an okay person. Anyway, let's get into the reaction. The amount of violence that these cartels have brought to Trinidad is ridiculous, man. So they need straighteners. All right, welcome to the reaction. Um, last night there was a football match. It was a dry game. Man City playing Brighton. From the looks of the team, yeah, Pep just put out his most sober eleven. How was it? Hmm? I didn't see the game. Yeah, literally, he just put out. He put out the most sober eleven. You say put. sober? What do you mean sober? What do I mean? By sober, you mean all oh, the ones who didn't go out partying? They all went out partying. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Get <laughs> me. But yeah, what Pep said, they drank all the they drank all the alcohol in Manchester. Oh, was it? No, I haven't seen any of the, any of the coverage, so I'm, I'm not I'm not aware. Yeah, one one, great goal from um. And CISO, is that you say his name? Yeah. Brighton, he's cold, man. Brighton, the Brighton conveyor belt of players that they got is mental. There's a youth they had on there yesterday. I can't remember his name, but he wears number 40. He looks cold as well. It is mad. But um, Brighton got the point that they needed. Yeah, so they're yeah, playing yeah. Europa. No, Sober 11. Foden, Haaland, Mares, Bernardo Silva, Gundogan, De Bruyne, Rodri, Stones, Walker. Is that Bernardo Silva's at left back or something? Yeah, it was just weird. No, this is basically a full strength team. I thought you meant like he put out some type of kids or something. This is, look. Let me see this. Harlan came in because Harlan don't drink. Yeah. Grealish should be there. Ah, uh, Grealish is the only Grealish. Rodri's gone. Rodri's playing centre back. Mm. You get me? Ricardo Lewis. Um, And where's Bernardo? Oh, no. Bernardo Silva starting that midfield. Bernardo Silva, like, he's a utility man. He never plays. Lewis is, Lewis is left back. Rodri's right back. I mean, Rodri's centre back. The goalkeeper's not there. Yeah, so yeah, it's a few. It's like it's like three or four, three. That three the, that's that's what I say. Harland helped him out because he don't drink. That is literally the, the sober. That's the sober team, bro. That's the sober eleven. You okay. can say that's that's the man them that can play. You get me? That's the man them that can go now. They was turning up. No, it is the bench is more so uh, telling because I don't know who these I don't know who these people are. The only person on the bench that I know. Is Alvarez and Calvin Phillips? Yeah, everyone was... and um, Edison. Everyone else is like probably youth players. Like they don't even have photos. <laughs> basically, <laughs> they had a good time, man. They enjoyed, man. Um, the legal bosses um, issue um, apology to Vinicius. So the legal president um, Javier Tebas has apologized for suggesting Vinicius Junior was being manipulated when the Real Madrid winger called out racism he suffered in Spain. The Brazil international took to social media to speak out after being abused in Sunday's game against Valencia, saying it was a problem he had endured throughout the league. Tebas' response on Twitter, in which he said, before you criticise and insult the Liga, you need to inform yourself well. Vinny Jr., don't let yourself be manipulated, was roundly criticised for not addressing the issue and the Liga boss um, has now said sorry. Did you see all them United against racism stuff on the games, like in Madrid versus... Wherever they played and all that. Like now, like all on the screen on the thing, they just got all the racism stuff. Yeah. Vinny, Vinny caused a stir over there, boy. 
But he said, yeah, I think the um, message and the intention I had was not understood um, by a significant number of people, especially in Brazil. I do not want to attack Vinicius, but if most people understood in that way, I need to apologise. It was not my intention. I expressed myself badly at the time. Um, in some boxing news, Spence versus Crawford, fight confirmed for July 29th. So the undisputed welterweight world title clash between um, Terence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. will mm. finally be happening on July 29th. It's been a long time coming, but the pair have reportedly agreed to fight at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas in July. According to ESPN's Mike Coppin Coppinger, both men are guaranteed to earn eight figures from the fight that will be broadcast on Showtime pay-per-view. Subsequently, this means Crawford has signed a two-fight deal with promotional company Premier Boxing Champions. This has been the fight to make ever since Crawford vacated his undisputed 140-pound titles in 2018 and moved up to the welterweight to win the WBO strap. As in typical of boxing, though, due to promotional politics, it's ended up taking five years for the fight to get made. But now it's happening for all the marbles. Let's go. And last bit of boxing news. Liam Smith versus Eubank rematch postponed. So Liam Smith's rematch with um, Chris Eubank Jr. at the AO Arena in Manchester has been postponed due to injury. Um, so Frecon Cruz... There's Zurin and Savannah Marshall will now headline the event on Saturday the 1st of July. The date change to July the 1st came following a request from Smith who wanted to adjust his training camp for a two-week period in order to allow healing of a minor injury which had flared up. With Eubank Jr. consenting to the move, the two rivals were due to return to the AO Manchester Arena in July, almost five months to the day from the four-round January firefight which ended with San, I mean with Smith winning by stoppage in the first minute of the fourth round. However, Smith has been unable to recover from the injury, leaving the 34-year-old disappointed, but also delighted the event will still go ahead with Savannah Marshall's undisputed super middleweight title fight against Francon Cruz de Zun, now heading the event. And that is the end of our sports headline. Quick, quick NBA, quick NBA. So, um, Celtics avoided the sweep. By beating Miami Heat one sixteen to ninety nine, um, so yeah, man, they avoided the sweep. One game at a time, baby. One game at a time. One game at a time. Um, That's just, you think you take? You don't know think we're gonna do it again? They could get two. They could get two, but I don't see them winning another three. I'm telling you now, nah, they're going back to Miami. You think so? Yeah, they're going back to Miami. You know what it is? Nothing's impossible because we've seen a team come back from this deficit before, but. No, we haven't, sorry. Tatum's going to do it. 3-1, not 3-0. I said it to you a few weeks ago. I just forgot a feeling that this is going to be... He's had a breakout season, but I think this is going to solidify him. Because it's like, it's make or break. You either do it or you don't. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. if they get dumped out, it's over. Yeah. But if he claws them back, he's the guy. I just and can't he's, see he's good enough to do it. I just can't see them winning three, three on the bounce. Don't I'm not know. saying they're going to win game seven. Are you, are you saying they're just going to get a game seven? Yeah. I'm okay. not saying they're going to win game seven. Because going to Miami is tough. Yeah. Because strip clubs and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Chicken yeah. wings and that. Going to Miami's going to Miami's heavy. Yeah. But I I feel like they could get I feel like they could go back to Miami. They could do, yeah. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I want to quickly get your opinion on this, right? So there's a little uh trade rumor out there. I'm not sure the um you know if if the source is strong or not, but it's a little rumor out there about LeBron going to Golden State. Yeah. What? And this is this is kind of like the the trade package. This is what this is what Nick Wright proposed, right? So LeBron, the Golden State, and then Lakers receive Jordan Poole, uh, Kaminga, and Moody. 
Yeah, and in terms of like um, cap space, salaries, that works, right? And then the Lakers starting, sorry, Golden State starting five will be LeBron, Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Wiggins. Yeah. Then I saw another that stinks. Another trade uh, proposal, which was LeBron to Golden State, but then Wiggins, Looney, Kaminga, Moody, and some guy called Patrick Baldwin to um, the Lakers. So, question was, if this happens, this this um, hypothetical trade happens, and LeBron wins a ring at Golden State, does that ring come with a um, asterisk? Or it, does does that ring hold any weight because of who he's got it with, how he's got it? You know what I'm trying to say? I think it will hold weight because he's old. It'll be 39 or 40. Mm. So it is what it is. I don't see that team winning nothing though. What? LeBron James with two of the best shooters ever. Are you mad? That five. What did Are you, you say? mad? Did you say LeBron, Draymond, Steph? Yeah. With a good Curry, bench as well. And who? And who would the fifth one be? Um, depends which trade scenario, but it, it will either be Wiggins or maybe Paul. If it's Wiggins, I reckon that, that bodes better. So who's at the five? LeBron? It could be LeBron or Steph. Sorry, not, sorry not five. Sorry. And the five would be... Would ooh, be LeBron. It'll have to be LeBron, to be fair. Yeah, that don't work. That's whack. Okay, cool. Then you, then you move Draymond out the starting five then. And put in a centre. If LeBron, if LeBron, if LeBron's gonna defend, but he, he can't defend like he used to anyway. If LeBron's gonna defend like Draymond, mm. then I suppose it's a kind of a replacement because an old, a old, a thirty-nine-year-old or forty-year-old LeBron's gonna give you more attacking output than Draymond, and yeah. he can pass. Yeah. So if he can defend, if he can defend with the energy and do that, that that wouldn't be swapping Draymond for LeBron is is never gonna be bad. But I don't know. Even when you said it, I'm just looking at that thinking. That doesn't look to me like oh they get they get LeBron and they're some type of favourites for something. Don't see that. Mm, no, if Golden State get LeBron James, they're probably gonna win. And remember that that won't be their only move. Of course, they're gonna add other pieces too. You know, try and get a good deep bench. But come on, man, LeBron James with Stephen Clay. Mm, that that team, I'm, I'm, Clay, Clay ain't been moving like I don't know. I don't see. That don't that don't um It don't sound appealing because of their age, I get it, yeah, and because of where LeBron is right now. He'll be in year twenty, da 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 da. But that don't feel more fair. I have to I'd have to go and look at the other teams and see how they line up. But just what you just said to me just now, even without seeing everybody else, I'm not before a ball got bounced, I'm not looking at that and saying Golden State final. And even and even the experience that team has, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't look at that and say Golden State final though. No, I don't I would, know, maybe I would, I'm looking I would, at I would, I would, I would. I don't know what kind of eyes I'm looking LeBron at. LeBron being able to drive and kick it to either Steph or Clay is insane. It's insane. It's insane. But yeah, I just well, want to no, because the man he had around him was shooting. He had a man around him that was shooting. They ain't Stephen Clay. They ain't, not they, Clay, they ain't, they ain't the, um, the Splash Brothers, though. Yeah, but Hakamura and I was, they won them a couple of them games. That man is shooting 40% and all these things. Like, so I'm not saying that they are yeah, them, but, but they've had games where they're shooting at them kind of clips. But they ain't and he couldn't Clay, get though. it done. But they ain't Stephen Clay, though. They ain't, two, they ain't the best shooter of all time and arguably the second best shooter of all time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, but it's just, it's just a hypothetical. I wouldn't want to see it because it just it just screams ring chasing to the umpteenth degree. And I'd rather him win a ring at the Lakers than go to join Golden State to win a ring. It's just, it stinks for me. But as a spectacle, I'd love to see it. But that, the ring, it wouldn't have an asterisk to it, but it wouldn't hold as much weight if you've won another ring at the Lakers. Le LeBron's going to just let his contract run out and just go to one of them whack teams. Hopefully not. Like Pistons or something like that. 
Hopefully not. Yeah, he would. He's just gonna. He's only gonna go to a team that's gonna pick up Bronny so he can play with his son. To be fair, he said um, a couple of days ago that obviously when he spoke about the retirement, he goes, "The dream of playing with Bronny—that's his dream, and that might not be his son's dream." So I don't think okay. he's. I don't think he's holding on to it with as much grip as he was before. Okay. That might not be his son. His son might not care about to play with his dad. I mean, yeah, I just wanted to get your take on that. But we'll see what happens with the Heat and Celtics. I think game, game, the next game must be today or tomorrow. What's that, yeah? Let me check. Boston, Miami. Yeah, one thirty tonight. So tomorrow, we'll know if it's a Heat and Nuggets final or we, you know what I mean, another another game in this series. All right, cool, man. Let's get into done out here quickly. Who's the recipient of Donna Air today? I'm not quite Mizzy back in, man. I just leave Mizzy alone, man. Was it? Mizzy isn't Elizabeth. No, I said leave Mizzy alone. Oh, I thought you meant. Yeah, I think. Was his interview just the whole 11 minutes? Was that it? Yeah, because they, they couldn't, like, they were not there in each other's speak. Like, they're shouting over each other. I watched it. So that was it. Okay, then. Well, maybe in sadder news. Um, did you, who's this Daniel Penny guy? I watched his video earlier, yeah, and it is quite, it is quite, it is quite sad. Did you remember the case where the guy killed the, uh, Michael, da the Michael Jackson impersonator on the subway? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's broke his silence and he's come out and he's talking about he's not, he's not racist. I'm not a white supremacist. How can I think you meant that Michael Jackson impersonator? The Michael Jackson impersonator died. I know, but when... Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but it's like... So I had to go back and I just had to just watch some of this footage, yeah, because I'm not even really fully sure of what was going on. Apparently, the man was causing some kind of kerfuffle on the train. I don't know if he mm. was shouting at people or or throwing stuff or something. I'm not sure what kind of danger people was in mm. on how immediate it was. But when I'm watching them restraining him, like the guy's got him in like a sleeper hold and he's just like choking him. And then there's some other guys there like holding his hands and stuff. And it's just like, he doesn't look particularly threatening at that point. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, and where he's got him, he's got him like super restrained. Like my man, my man can't do nothing. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, and I don't know if that's the, if that's where he died from, if he died in the scene or not, but he just literally just got my man locked. He's just choking him. And there's a bit where he even like, looks like he's, like he's about to, pass out and all that. And in my mind, I'm just thinking, what was, I don't know what the, I understand the point of it. If the point was it to restrain him, like you done that. Like I said, there's a point he's got him in a, he's got him in a sleeper hold. There's a guy standing over him, holding both of his hands. And there's another guy standing next to him, just chaperoning the whole thing. I don't know, just in case my man was going to break out. And he's got him there, but he's still squeezing, still squeezing, still squeezing. Rah, rah, rah. And now my man's dying. He's trying to move like it's not his fault. And the only part of this that made me that pissed me off, yeah, is when people, because he's done the, um, I, I got black friends thing, if that makes sense. He's mm. saying like, anyone who knows me mm. knows I'm not racist. If you know from my life and the adventures that I've been on, yeah. you know that I love all people and that I care. And Donnie said, I was just about to book a road trip through Africa just before this. Boy, bye. Huh? BFFR. 
BFFR. That's what pissed me off. I'm just like, this guy's a fucking idiot. But he's on bail, yeah? And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, vigilantism ain't even really, ain't illegal, ain't legal anyway. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm. I wonder if he's going to, if he's going to um, beat these charges or if he's going to get done for manslaughter because he's literally, I don't even know if, actually don't even, probably don't even want to play the video. Like, he's literally just there just restraining my man, like just choking the life out of him. Like, and it's just like, how come we could just be killed on camera by people? Boy. And no, and no one don't care. Because it doesn't matter what his intentions were, the reasons why he done it. Yeah. The, like, the end result is like you killed him. Yeah, but the fact as well, like he's in the army. So you should know, like you, know you should be able to know when you're doing too much and someone could die. Because mm. people in the army, they don't just get trained to have to fight, how to fight. They get trained to like do first aid and all that kind of stuff. So I was, like, was going to do a tour to Africa. Boy, if you don't go have several seats. Do you want to play a little bit of that video or leave it, Brent? No. Yeah, Brent don't want to play it. No, I heard that. It's I just... a bit much, to be honest. Hmm? The guy dies. The guy dies, yeah. It's mad. Yeah, but I'm not in... You don't have to play watch him dying. Like, it's because I'm trying to understand, yeah, is in regardless of whether they thought they was doing a good deed, whether they was thinking, yeah, what part of this is legal? Like, once you've restrained him, once you've stopped him, what gives you the right and the entitlement to keep holding him and to keep squeezing him? I don't understand what you was trying to achieve. You know what I'm trying to say, like, and when you, and that's what I'm trying to say, like, when you watch it, it just does still just bring you those arguments and those confusions because you watch it, you can watch it for like the, the first minute, the first minute and a half, whatever, the guy's still alive in it, yeah, but he's been holding and thing the whole time and he's not, nobody don't look like they're in any danger. You know what I'm trying to say, like, so I don't understand, I don't understand, yeah, I just don't understand what he was doing, but I don't understand how any judge or anybody can look at it and try and say that this was justified. You know what I'm trying to say that? Because it wasn't. It wasn't. You restrained him for way too long. It's more like, it's just like, it, look, it just looked like that, that George Floyd stuff all over again. Mm -hmm. Like he's just there, just holding him for ages. And you're just thinking, all right, cool. What's the point? The people that are standing around him, helping him. Like, I don't understand how come no one ever went and like, said, all right, all right, all right, cool, Kelly, like enough's enough or, or whatever. Like, it's just mad. And yeah, it's just mad. This guy has definitely done it. I hope, I hope he gets in some kind of trouble, man. Like, because that's just, that's that's just stupid. Like, you just can't do that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, getting involved in people's business, trying to do the hero thing. I'm trying to see if this guy even physically hurt anyone or if he was just like a madman on the train just making noise and thing. Like, there's no real... I think there was stuff circulating that he, there was that. But I think in this circum, in this situation where he was killed, he wasn't doing that in that moment. So... Do you know because people were saying as if to justify? Oh, like, I was saying well, that he's done stuff before, like yeah, like he's known on on the subway or whatever. Yeah, but fair, that's fair, but that's not a reason. Still, I feel like they could have apprehended him without having to kill him. Because well, if it was the thing where they were holding him down to police came or something, that makes sense. Well, that looks guy. like that's what they were trying to do. But it's like why are they squeezing? And that's probably why I wouldn't want to watch it because they are apprehending him. But it's like there's no way you, you must know too much force. Th that's what I mean, like, there's yeah. no way from that position this man should have died. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say, like, because yeah. you're there, you apprehend him to keep him controlled. There's three of you out there. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. So there's, you didn't need to use excessive force. Like from that position that he was in, that man shouldn't have died. You get yeah. me? And yeah, if they're not, if he's not gonna be, if he's not gonna be punished for it, then that's just fucking ridiculous. You get me? But I look forward to seeing. To see what happens. We'd definitely be interested to see what's happening. So we'll keep you abreast in this situation. But definitely, man, you shouldn't even put his face out there so you can see him, man. But yeah, this Daniel Penny. You are done at it, man. Out. Piece of shit. Let's get into our outro.
right, people, as always, great show. Thank you very much. Please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Do all that great stuff. You can also follow us on our social media platforms, The Day After TNB, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you want to send voice notes and dilemmas in, the number is 075-6484-1073. That's also the number to call. Is us? Is this what would you do tomorrow? So if you've got a dilemma, you can also email submissions at thenewblack.com. Um, what else is there? If you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, the email address is thedayafter at thenewblack.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.